FM Rewind. Bow eighty eight point one. Area code. On the line, we are joined by Spongile Munareng, um, the Director of Psychosocial Support from the Department of Basic Education. Uh, Ms. Spongile, how are you? Uh, good morning, Tiki, and good morning to your, li- to your listeners. We're very well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us in this moment. I mean, um, having just now um, commemorated um, a World Suicide Prevention Week, in fact, Teenage Suicide Prevention Week, um, what are some of the initiatives in which the Department of, Inuga- uh, the Department of Education um, has put out there to make sure that, you know, they contribute to, um, I suppose, much less suicide rates um, amongst teenagers? Thanks, Nsiki. So, um, one of the things that, uh, we, we intended or we intend to do as a department, particularly this year, is to really, uh, raise awareness around all mental health related matters and with teen suicide being one of the top ones. So we understand that young people require a lot of support. And as a result, what we're doing is that our, our messaging is not only targeting the young people themselves, but we're also capacitating teachers as well as non-academic staff that works in schools on, on dangers of, of, of teenage suicide, how to identify a learner that might be at risk, um, how to see warning signs of a learner that, that might be struggling. Because we believe that if we identify these learners early, early enough, then we might be able to intervene and, and prevent um, them getting to the point where they might um, decide to take their lives. What specific resources or support does the Department of Basic Education provide to schools and students um, to address you now such mental health challenges and prevent maybe mm-hmm. suicide? Mm-hmm. So one of the programs that um, was developed by the department is um, a program of placing learner, what we call learner support agents in schools. Now, what learner support agents do, they work with schools to actually um, and with teachers to actually uh, um, uh, observe learners. So teachers would observe learners in the class and the learner support agents and your child and youth care workers would uh, observe learners in the school um, environment. You know, maybe a learner um, seems to isolate themselves. Maybe they're no longer uh, dressing appropriately. Then they're able to identify that learner early enough, um, approach them and see if they want to talk about challenges that they might be having. So we, we are placing learner support agents, of course, not in all the schools, but in high-risk schools. And like I'm saying, we're training um, educators as well on how to identify vulnerable learners early enough in order to refer them um, for care. And we believe that prevention is better than cure because in South Africa, we don't have enough um, social support professionals. We also don't have enough uh, mental health professionals. So if we capacitate our learners with tools for managing their mental health, uh, we believe that uh, it might prevent um, them from maybe getting to the point where they feel like they need to take their lives. You alluded to, you know, um, assisting and capacitating um, high-risk schools. How does the department then, um, what's the criteria, I suppose, um, for the department, you know, to choose which schools are high-risk? So you would know that um, our schools are from quintal one to quintal five, right? But we know that quintal one to three are where most uh, our vulnerable learners go. And each community and, and each environment will have its unique um, challenges. 
So mostly with the schools that are in quintal one, uh, quintal one to quintal three, those are the schools that automatically you know that those learners come from challenging um, situations. And so you focus a lot of uh, your limited resources to those schools, but you don't leave the other schools um, behind. I hear you, I hear you. Um, in what ways then does the Department of Basic Education uh, collaborate with other organizations or departments such as, you know, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, SEDEC, to address, you know, um, mental health issues? You know, what other collaborations maybe have you made also? So we work with various organizations um, that support us in the provision of care and support in schools. Even now with this campaign, um, the different organizations are actually running workshops in the schools, taking learners through um, uh, educational uh, material on mental health and suicide prevention, taking teachers um, uh, through uh, material on on mental health and supporting them and answering their questions as well. Um, So organizations like SADAC, we develop material together, we share their material. So other organizations help us to design programs, other organizations help us to implement the programs on the ground in the schools. Are there any other, are there any really um, success stories um, from such initiatives in which um, the department has been able to take on and with collaborations uh, that it has also partnered uh, or that it has also made with different other stakeholders? Are there any success stories that, you know, the department can say, you know, this is where we came in and we were able to mm-hmm. do so much work mm-hmm. and save so many people if, uh, yeah, if that's how you would refer to it? Definitely. So all all the partners that support us collect um, data and they share reports with us. So you would get uh, success stories in different districts in different schools that are supported um, by by the different partners. Uh, we definitely do have instances where when an organization works with a particular school and uh, maybe they have been struggling with um, the, 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 their, the, their pass rates, once that organization works with, with the learners in that school, their pass rate in different grades increases. We have a lot of those cases. In most of the schools that um, are supported by partners, the, the, the learners' academic results um, are definitely changes. So w- what you want to see as an indicator of um, wellness in the school are learners that are staying in the school. It's learners that are doing well academically, and we have a lot of those cases. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, what role can parents, teachers, and communities play then um, in supporting teenagers' mental health and preventing suicide? Can you please um, answer it briefly? Uh, because shortly we are having to go to our news headlines. Thanks, thanks, uh, th- th- thanks, Antiki. So um, it's addressing stigma. It's uh, um, it's not judging anyone that uh, may, may may be ch- uh, uh, struggling with mental health challenges. Um, it's, it's actually taking them seriously when uh, they're saying maybe I'm sad, I'm not feeling well. But also the, one of the most important things, Anziki, is addressing the challenge of bullying in our schools. A lot of our young people are struggling with different types of bullying. So what parents can do is be understanding uh, and have conversations with, with young people uh, but also make sure that we, we teach our young people to treat each other better. Um, if we can address the issue of bullying, I think that's half of the job done. Thank you so much for joining us in this conversation. You've shared quite wonderful insights um, on uh, you know, the issue at hand. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for having us again. Bye. Bye. And that is the conversation that we just had with Spungi Lemunaring, who is the Director of Psychosocial Support from the Department of Basic Education, speaking to us about, you know, the initiatives and work in which they have done um, a 14 Suicide Prevention Week as it, been, um, as it has been rather um, observed globally. And, you know, the department has been doing some work in order to make sure that even South Africa, we come in to the conversation. Area Code, FM Rewind, File 88.1.